This is lawyer Stu Jenkins here at KNews 98.5's Slow County Public Policy and the Law. Lanny, I, I want to thank you for appearing on uh, SLO County Public Policy and the Law again. And uh, we only have a few more minutes, but I wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, the districts and cities that you've worked with on the Central Coast. Um, I, I know that um, recently there was a settlement uh, with your organization by the city of San Luis Obispo. Can you tell us a little bit about that? That actually was a circumstance that we had uh, had individuals who are involved in the city of San Luis who, who felt that, that district elections and the California Voting Rights Act would would, would apply to the city of San Luis Obispo. Um, and either in late 2019 or early 2020, we sent uh, the district, uh, rather the city, a uh, California Voting Rights Act notice and said, hey, um, we think you're out of compliance. Right as we were in that process, COVID hit, and um, the state then relaxed its requirements that typically when a government agency receives a notice that they may be in violation of the California Voting Rights, they have a certain number of days to respond, and then there's a process that's outlined. As a result of COVID, all of those timelines were relaxed. So the, the, the city continued, um, I believe, honestly and um, uh, forthrightly uh, to interact with us, but they didn't think that um, district elections pertain to the city of San Luis, because there wasn't a large enough uh, uh, number of individuals from protected classes who lived in a geographic area that would enable districts to be established um, that, um, that would meet the requirements of, of the CVRA. Um, that was the city's position. Um, our, our view was, was different as far as um, that um, uh, that it would be possible, if not to create districts that were majority members of protected classes, could at least be and which which more, protected classes were you uh, looking at? Would be looking at all protected classes, which would be Latinos, African Americans, Asian Americans, mm -hmm. and Native Americans. Okay. Um, but but in in California, it, it really is largely in in many Central Coast communities more or less exclusively, I don't want to say exclusively, but 80 or 90 percent of members of protected classes are Latinos as far as that. It's not in the Bay Area or in, in the L.A. area. You can have extraordinarily diverse districts and cities. Yes. Um, but in San Luis, they just didn't think that they, that, that they would be able to do that. And so during the process of COVID, we had a number of extensions with them and a, a number of uh, correspondence, and at the uh, they they did implement a policy of uh, higher salary for members of the city council, which was something that that we had supported, um, and they'd also established um, a human relations commission, and um, it seemed to us were attempting to uh, enhance their diversity in a variety of ways, and we just made the institutional decision that rather than continuing to um, uh, uh, have interaction with an agency that was very strongly opposed to it that, uh, and that had made other efforts to increase uh, 
uh, representation in the city that um, that 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 we felt that the best use of our institutional resources was to um, was was no longer to concentrate on it and also to allow the city of San Luis Obispo not to have an open issue. So that that I was see. basically what happened. With and that. and uh, I think Grover Beach uh, and uh, Arroyo Grande and Atascadero, in addition to Paso Robles, uh, I believe your your uh, organization was. Uh, successful in getting them to adopt districts. Uh, were, did they have a different approach? You know, I, I, I think that every government agency is different, and one of the things that we did with some of those, too, was that um, we've never, we, we try to work as cooperatively as we can with the government agency, because we don't want to be involved in litigation, and um, we don't want the government agency to be involved in litigation. I mean, it's a huge time and expense for, for, for everybody involved. And we think that there are other agencies in the state that there's perhaps a stronger or a clearer case um, and move on to those government agencies rather than trying to fight unduly a government agency that is opposed to it. Um, again, we wouldn't take that position in all cases, but um, uh, that, that is the position we took in, in the case of the city of San Luis Obispo. You, you said that you had been uh, working on uh, a number of entities over in Kern County. Uh, what, what has uh, the California Voting Rights Project done there? Yes, okay. In particular, the, uh, the Kern Community College District um, didn't have a system of district elections and then implemented uh, a system of district elections. And then we also uh, worked for uh, district elections in the Alone. Uh, school district, uh, which is in the Bay Area, mm -hmm. and then also in the Marin County uh, um, uh, uh, Community College District, which was Marin, where we also had people who had been involved with us or heard of us. So, um, uh, and, I, and I think, too, that um, what, what I've found is that school districts tend to be more receptive to district elections than cities and special districts. Cities have very strong vested interest. I'll just leave it at that. And they, they, as I said, my observation has been that there, there tends to be more resistance to implementing district elections from cities than from school districts and special districts. I, I, I suppose you're a doctor, aren't you? Dr. Evan, Evanson? I, I, a PhD. A PhD, I, I, yes, that's I, right. I a PhD uh, in political uh, philosophy. And, and uh, I just wanted to say that you've got been a wonderful guest and uh, we appreciate you appearing on SLO County Public Policy and the Law and I hope you'll uh, uh, come again sometime when we have uh, more questions. Thank you Stu. I would welcome the opportunity and um, as I said this is an issue that's going to continue for California and it's led our organization to become uh, consider other issues and in particular um, as I said the issue of remuneration for elected officials, because I think that really, uh, district elections is part of the answer, but it's not the entire answer, um, and, and it's something that, um, as I've also said, we look at these as bipartisan and nonpartisan issues. We don't take a position on candidates, we don't take a position on um, electoral measures, Thank we're, you. we're strictly focused on representation. Thank you very much. All righty. Thank you. Bye-bye now. <laughs>